This is Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta, Georgia, a congregation full of life and love with a legacy of outreach ministries. Everybody's invited to church in person Sunday at 10 a.m. and online at mountpleasantatl.org. And now, the Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta. Everybody feel all right today? God bless you. Good to see you. Good to have you. I invite you to pray with me, amen, just for a few minutes as I look into the book of Mark, the second chapter, if you will, today, amen, Mark chapter 2, amen, and I want to read, amen, verse 1, amen, and just a few of the following, I'm I'll talk out of these 12 verses today, but I won't read all 12 of them. Amen. I'll preach from all 12, okay? Verse 1 says this in chapter 2 of Mark's writing. He said, and again, he entered into Capernaum after some days, and it was noise that he was in the house. And straightway many were gathered together insomuch that there was no room to receive them, no not so much as about the door. And he preached the word unto them. And they came unto him, bringing him, bringing one sick of the palsy, which was born of four. And when they could not come nigh unto him for the press, they uncovered the roof where he was. And when they had broken it up, they let down the bed wherein the sick of the palsy lay. When Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. But there were certain of the scribes sitting there and reasoning in their heart, Why doeth this man thus speak blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God only? And immediately when Jesus perceived in his spirit that they so reasoned within themselves, he said unto them, why reason ye these things in your heart? Whether it is easier to say to the sick of the palsy, thy sin be forgiven thee, or to say, arise and take up thy bed and walk. But that ye may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sin. He has to the sick. He says to the sick, of the palsy. Well, I go and read it. And I'll say unto thee, Arise, take up thy bed, and go thy way into thine house. And immediately he arose, took up his bed, and went forth before them all, insomuch that there was no, they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, We never saw it on this fashion. You may be seated. I read in your hearing these 12 verses of chapter 2 of St. Mark's writing. We ask God to add other blessing to the reading, the hearers, but again, especially to the doers of his word. Amen. If you're not too mean, and repeat these words after me, for I thought for the day, look over at somebody and tell them, say, tear it up. Amen. So I'm talking about tearing it up today. Amen. Let the church say amen. 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 Webster defined tearing up, amen, is causing something not to function according to the purpose in which it was created, built, or made. 
tearing it up, amen, simply suggests, amen, that, amen, it was one way, but now it's another way. And my brothers and my sisters today, amen, we're living in a world where, amen, people have no remorse for anything hardly anymore. We came up, you know, and I know in the age bracket that we're in, amen, certain things that we see now, hear now, amen, we dare not would say it, nor look in that direction in the days of our youth. But I want to suggest to you today, my brothers and sisters, amen, that tearing something up is not always bad. Amen. It could be a good thing. Because many times, amen, you find, amen, that we get so accustomed to a certain way and to a certain direction until we have issues and problems in changing. Because one thing, amen, I don't care what color you are, Amen. When it comes down to change, everybody get a bit upset. Nobody seems to like change. But I submit to you today, my brothers and sisters, change is good. Because if any man be in Christ, he becomes a new creature. Yes, amen. Change is good. Ye must be born again. Amen. Change is a blessing. Confess with your mouth. Believe in your heart. That God raised Jesus up from the dead. Then he said, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. With the mouth confession is made unto salvation. That whosoever call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I come by to tell you that Jesus came as a changing agent. He came, amen, as a person that defied Amen, the odds. He didn't have to have enough to do what he wanted to do. All he needed was just a little faith. The Bible says, amen, that the Jesus that you and I claim to know, amen, that he is the son of the living God. He is the son of the father who said, let there be light in Genesis. And there also he said, and amen, Matthew, and she shall bring forth her firstborn. And, uh, amen, his name shall be called Emmanuel, which suggests, amen, God with us. So we ought not to feel lonely. We ought not to think that we are by ourselves, that we are somewhere, amen, alone. I want you to know Jesus displays himself along with the Father and the Holy Spirit in three, amen, elements. One, he's... He displays himself by being omnipotent. He is all-powerful. There is nothing too hard for our God because he can do anything except fail. And I don't know how y'all feel about it, but I suggest to you today, amen, if you don't know him, get to know him because he is a burden bearer. He is a heavy load sharer. Look at somebody and tell them, say, tear it up. Tear it up, why? Because of the fact, amen, see how loud y'all got? Y'all tore up silent because you're sitting there looking at me like I'm some picture hanging on the wall. Amen. I want you to know you got to, amen, make, amen, a difference in every service you go in. If, if this is God's house, and I do believe and know that it is, then there ought to be some witnesses in here. Amen. I've said this. 
say it to you like this. Every time you come in God's house, it ought to be one or three things that you ought to do. And I don't care if you come to clean it up one or two, one of these three things you still ought to do. Amen. Let me tell you what they are. One of them is you ought to, amen, praise God. Amen. You ought to be thankful that there is a God house somewhere that you can walk up in and feel the presence of our God. There is a place, amen, that you call Mount Pleasant, and there are many other Mount Pleasants around. They just don't be called Mount Pleasant. In other words, houses of God. That's one. You ought to praise. And second thing, one of the, uh, one of the second two, number two of the three things that you ought to do if you don't praise them, you ought to pray. Amen. Because it is known as the prayer house. And if you cannot pray in God's house, amen, and, and, and that means you have some problem praying in your house. Come on, talk to me, somebody. Because you, you dedicated your house, amen, by the power of God. You wanted God, amen, to surround your house with his presence, with his protection, his promises, his peace, amen, and his presence. So, amen, you ought to be thankful that we serve a God that is, he cares about our business. So, amen, one of the things ought to be praise. Another one of the things ought to be prayer. But then the third thing ought to be some preaching. Amen. It, you don't have to be up here to preach. If you read God's word and you hear God's word, amen, you preach into your own self. So every time you come in Mount Pleasant or any church that you go to, at least one of these three things you ought to do. And if you can do all three of them, the better it is. I kind of get a witness in here. There is no way you can talk to God, amen, and not feel his power. Jesus is on the main line. We can call him up and tell him just what we want. I know y'all waiting on something, but let's keep on waiting. Good thing come to those who wait. Amen. I come by to tell you, amen, to tear it up. This chapter today, chapter 2 of Mark's writing, amen, find Jesus, amen, and label him primarily as the son of man. And my brothers and sisters, because he's the son of man, it suggests, amen, that there's some earthly, amen, there's something earthly connected to Jesus. And I can tell you what it was. He was born of a woman. Come on, talk to me, somebody. And the Bible said, amen, man that is born of a woman is just for a few days. And those days are filled with trouble. You and I both know that Jesus had a lot of trouble on his hands. Even, amen, when the word, amen, got out, amen, about, amen, there would be a son, there would be a king coming, amen. Those kings that was in that daytime would become fearful of the king coming. They sought out with decrees to declare, amen, that every male child, amen, would be killed because they didn't want to give up their range of being a king. All my brothers and sisters, I want you to know, amen, it doesn't matter who you are. Your, your arms are too short to box with God. Whatever God chooses and want to do, God will do it. Amen. So not only is he omnipotent, he is omniscient. He know you, amen, knew you before you knew yourself. And he know better about you now than you know about yourself. 
He know every beat of your heart, every strand of hair on your head. Or it, it, it's not that you didn't have hair. You just grew right through it. That's all. And so, my brothers and sisters, you got to understand that he is all-knowing. He, he knows what you're thinking afar off. Amen. Not only does he know all of those thoughts in your mind, he knows your desire, and he knows what your needs are. He tells us, amen, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all of these things will be added unto you. The things he talk about, he'll give you food to eat. He'll prepare and give you clothes to wear. He'll give you a shelter, amen, to live in and be protected from the elements of this world. Well, but you know, we are some people, no matter what we got, we still are not satisfied. But this text today says in chapter 2 of verse 1, it is said, and again, Jesus entered, amen, into Capernaum after some days, which suggests he had been there before. And every time Jesus showed up, crowds of people would come from summer everywhere. Why? Because Jesus was preaching the word. And even if he wasn't, just to call his name would do wonders in one's life. That's why you don't have to have a long prayer to get in touch with God. If you just said, Jesus, amen, he's there already. Amen. The power of God will stay with you as long as you stay with him. He wants you to know, amen, that he is, amen, a master at all things. Yes, the text says that he entered again, amen, into Capernaum, amen, this city, amen, this house where he was, amen, entered into. It is by some theologian and professor says that it was the house that Peter lived, that he turned it into the headquarters because Jesus was always stopping by. I don't know about you, but I wonder how many of us can say Jesus always come by your house. I wish the had a witness in here. <laughs> that amen, that amen, in your living room, he's in the living room. He's in the kitchen, the basement, upstairs. He's downstairs. He's in the garage. He's in the parking lot. He's everywhere because wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Liberty's members suggest that you don't have to get Congress to vote. Can you raise your hand? Amen. You don't have to get country to vote that you can say amen. You ought to be so free in God that no matter where you are, if it hits you, you'll holler out right quick. Amen. Let folk think you're crazy. It's all right. You're just crazy about Jesus because they don't know your story. They don't know your story. They don't even know your story. They just see your glory. But I want you to know you've been, you don't always look like what we've been through. Can I get me a witness in here? So the Bible says, amen, that he, it was noise, amen, in verse 1, that some days later, in other words, Jesus slipped in town, amen. But when he slipped in town, the folk couldn't hold their peace. They were in the house, amen, talking about Jesus is back up in the house. And I don't know how you feel about it, but whenever Jesus is in your presence, you ought to feel better than you did when you were by yourself. Got to get me a witness in here. Amen. I want to suggest to you, not only it was a noise, in other words, them folks that was in Mount Zion were making the noise. Them folks that was in Mount Pleasant were making the noise. Them folks that were in Mount, amen, 
uh, 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 Ephraim was making a noise. What am I getting at today? You all not to come up and hear and amen and put locks on your lips and on your tongue. You all coming to hear being free because if any man, amen, in Christ, he is free. And when you're free, amen, you don't need anybody to vote on whether you can stand up if you want to. Amen. I don't care if they do roll their eyes. Amen. Just don't roll yours back at them. Because if you roll yours back at them, you have lost your praise and they won the battle. Amen. You ought to be and do like the children do. Amen. Put the hand up to talk to the hand. Amen. It's praying time. Why? Because the amen praise team just reminded us that we serve a great God. Can I give me a witness in here? Verse 2 says, and then straightway, amen, many were gathered together in so much that there was, amen, no room to receive them, no, not, amen, so much as about the door, and he preached the word unto them. The Bible declared, amen, that in this, amen, little pericope, amen, it was noise that Jesus was in the house. In other words, amen, they was, somebody was witnessing on the outside that Jesus was on the inside. When y'all leave here today, if you don't say nothing, then you miss the message. Amen, because you ought to be able to tell somebody, can't nobody do you like Jesus. Child, you should have been in church today. But since you weren't in church, let, let me tell you what was in church. Amen, let them know Jesus was up in here. How do you know Jesus was up in here? Because I brought him. Amen. You don't have to let nobody bring him for you. You bring him for your own self. Because somebody can make you feel like cussing at the red light when you get cut off. Amen. But I want you to know you got to make sure that when you, amen, love the Lord like you say you love the Lord, he'll put a bridle on your tongue. Instead of, amen, you balling up your fist, raise up your hand. And tell God, thank you. Why do you want to tell God, thank you? Because he brought you from a long way. In verse 1, I want you to know it was about Capernaum. But in verse 2, it was about the crowd. Because it says, amen, it was many were gathered together. And so much there was no room to receive nobody else, amen, in that house. Because everybody was everywhere in the house. You know, amen, you remember y'all said this, and I've said it a few times too, it was wall to wall, and I stopped right there. Let the church say amen. Amen. Folk was all over the house. Why? Because Jesus was in the house. If, amen, Mount Pleasant, if you want to know how to fill this church up, get some Jesus in here. Get more Jesus than you got up in here. Here it is. The recipe is right here. The recipe said, and again, he entered into Capernaum after some days, and it was noise that he was in the house. I wish I had a witness in there. Well, amen, you ought not to be satisfied with just saying he's in the house. You ought to say he's on the pew, on your pew, How, because you know that you brought him up in here. So then in verse 1, it's about Capernaum. In verse 2, it's about the crowd. But in verse 3, amen, it's about the crippled man. 
I wish I had a witness in here. Look what it says in verse 3. and said, And they came unto him, bringing one sick of the palsy, which was born of four. Born by four. That means four men, amen, had him on a couch. Y'all going to talk to me. Had him on a cot, amen, and brought him to the place where Jesus was. My brothers and sisters, amen, we ought to come, amen, to understand that, amen, you don't have to stay in the predicament you're in. I don't care if your legs are crooked and, amen, your legs are, amen, immobile. You ought to find some friends. I wish to had a witness in here. Not only do you find a friend, but you got to know what a friend you have in Jesus. All of your sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege it is for us to carry everything to God in prayer. I told you, you better learn how to pray because prayer will change things. Not only will it change things, but it'll change people. If you really want to, amen, be blessed, just start giving God some praise at some unusual time. Everybody kind of do it when they in the church. But when you by yourself sometime, riding along in, on your cruise control car, amen, with your AC on, amen, you, 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 you got to understand that that car you riding in, it belonged to God. And the mind you got to think like you think, it becomes from God. Because the Bible, amen, wants us to have the mind of Jesus. Because, amen, if we got the mind of Jesus, we'll, amen, start talking like him. Not only will we start talking like him, but we'll start walking like him. So the Bible declared, amen, here in verse 4, amen, verse 3, amen, that they brought this man that was sick of the palsy. In other words, his legs could not move. But it's strange to me, amen, that obviously there had to be some talk about the previous days when Jesus was in town. Amen. Because this man knew, amen, he couldn't get there, amen, when he first showed up. And I want to suggest to you, if you miss him the first time, please don't miss him the second time. Because Jesus, amen, is on his way back. The Bible declared that this man, amen, had legs, but he couldn't walk. Now, I don't know where these four brothers came from, amen, up to become his friends. I want you to know it doesn't matter where they come from. They were servants to this young man. I want to suggest, amen, to Mount Pleasant, we got to be a servant to this community. I don't care what they do in their house. You got to have a standard right here. That when they ride by Mount Pleasant, they'll say Jesus is in that house. I wish they had me a witness in here. Not only do they need to know he's in here on a Monday, I mean on a Sunday, but they need to know it on a Monday. There ought to be some joy around these walking, amen, places around Mount Pleasant. Why? Because, amen, the spirit of the Lord is up in here. And when you pray, God, you'll feel a whole lot better. The Bible declared that boy that was laying on that cart, amen, they was born, amen, by four friends. These four friends brought him to the house. Can I get me a witness in here? When they got there, they saw a crowd was everywhere. Not only was a crowd in the house, there was a crowd around the house. 
Amen. Here it is, these, amen, four brothers trying. You know how it is when a place is crowded. Folk don't like to be crowded. I said it again. I said, if there's six people on the pew, and amen, and your pocketbook is in between every person, and if a seventh person come up, y'all start rolling your eyes like, what, what? Look, I stopped by. I'm, I just come to tell you, my brother, you got to learn how to be a servant. What's wrong with putting your Gucci bag on the floor so a brother or sister can have a nice sit-down place? Oh, my brothers and sisters, I preach if y'all keep praying because I found out not only people have crooked leg, crippled leg, they have a crippled tongue. They'll have a crippled hearing. They'll have a crippled mind. Can't remember where they put their glasses and they're right on their face. I come by to tell you that we serve a mighty good God. And if you, amen, got a praise, you got to learn how to get it out. Why? Because there is somebody up in this room, amen, that have a little talk with Jesus, knowing that a little talk with Jesus makes all things all right. That's why you cannot hold your peace when you feel his power. That's why you cannot be still when you feel his presence. That's why you open your mouth and tell God, thank you. You got to tell him thank you early in the morning. And thank him during the noonday hour. The Bible said that, amen, those four boys was carrying this man on that couch, trying to get him on the inside. But he had a crowd of folks, amen, in front of him. And you know we don't like to let nobody in line until we get our own blessing. Well, I come by tonight to tell you he got 10,000 blessings in his own hand. And if you, amen, call upon his name and trust and lean not to your own understanding, but acknowledge God in all of your ways, he'll direct your path. I come to tell you every now and then, you got to learn how to praise God when everybody else is sitting down and being quiet. That means you got them all to yourself. Let the church say yes. I don't know what y'all come to do, but I come to tell God thank you. My hands are not crippled. My eyes are not crippled. My legs are not crippled. My amen mouth is not crippled. My ears hear his word. And my mouth declare the glory of God. I tell you the God that we serve got all power in his hand. The Bible said this sick man was laying on the couch. And the four brothers said, well, we missed him when he was here the first time. Look like we're going to miss him again. I don't know how y'all feel, but you got to learn how to call him up for your own self. He may not come when you want him, but I am a living witness that he will show up. I come to tell you, ain't God all right? Is there any witnesses up in Mount Pleasant? Is there anybody? Got a praise in your hand. Anybody got a praise on your liver? It's a praise break time. 
If the Lord been good to you and you ain't too mean, you ought to give him a hand pray. If the Lord been to you and you ain't too mean, you ought to open your mouth and give God a prayer. Let everything that have breath today give God a prayer. He's worthy. Yes, to be praying, ain't God all right? If he been good to you, you ought to say yes. If he made a way for you, you ought to say yes. And if you don't mind giving God another praise, praising for your neighbor that didn't make it to church today, tell the Lord, bless your neighbor like he bless you, and he'll do it. I wish I had a witness. Well, I come to tell you, when the old four brethren looked at that man and said, well, look like we missed it again. We got to take you back on home. But I'm so glad you ought to have a voice about your own destiny. You ought to make a noise and run to the Lord and tell the Lord, I know you are able, you bless my mama. I know you are able, you bless my daddy. I know you are able, you bless my brother, and you bless my sister. It's me, oh Lord. I'm standing in the need of a prayer. I'm standing in the need of a breakthrough. The Bible declares this young man that was laying on the couch, he said to his brother, no, no, I come too far to turn around. I don't have legs to walk with, and I'm not going to miss out on my chance. I'm too close to Jesus. I wish I had a witness. I preach as y'all pray. I lift him up higher. Every now and then, I feel like hollering to Jesus, letting him know the joy of the Lord is my strength. Will you testify? Look at your neighbor. Said, I'm so glad I serve a God that's a right now God. I serve a God that got all power in his hand. Well, I gotta leave y'all. That young man said, well, since we can't go in the door, call folks everywhere. Do you know how to climb up on the top of the house? Let's go up there. Can't you imagine them four fellas start thinking he had polio. He had some disease that wouldn't let him think right. But they climbed up the stairway on the outside and set the man down on the top of the house. And they said, now, what shall we do? I heard that lame man said, I know one thing, I'm not going back down like I came up. I'm the one solution I got. And I'm going to tell y'all, 
This is not my house, but I got to get in some way, somehow. They looked at him said, then what shall we do? He said, tear it up. I'm going in from the top of the house. I wish I had a witness. I heard him say, well, the Lord here in the blessing business. Anybody in here got something between and Jesus? If you don't keep you from giving a prayer, tear it up. Let somebody know I'm so glad he's a battle like in time of a battle. Anybody know Jesus? Have you tried it? Anybody know Jesus? If you really know him, you ought to tell somebody, I try being quiet. But every time I think about the goodness of what the Lord have done for me, my soul get a little happy. Ain't you all right? Say yeah. Won't he make a way? Won't he be a bridge over troubled water? If you know his name, why don't you call it? What's his name? What's his name? Can't nobody do me like Jesus. He walked with me. He talked with me. He let me know when praise go up, blessing come down. When praise go up, Blessing come down when praise go up. Blessing come down. I come to tell you, I came up to 85. I came to I 20. I got off University Avenue. I kept on riding till I got to Melton, 17th Avenue. And I come this far. Not to be quiet, I come this far. Not to be still, I got to give him a hallelujah. I gotta give him a prayer. He pray, pray the Lord. Everybody, pray the Lord. Everybody, pray the Lord. Ain't he alright? If you know him, say yeah. Won't he make a way? Bread on your table, water on your plate, food on your plate, water in your glass. If you know he been good, go on and say yeah. If he made a way for you, go on and say yeah. If you are living with me, you ought to say great is our God. Great is our God. He's able. Heal the sick, he labor, raised from the dead. And you all right, and you all right. Can't nobody, can't nobody do me like Jesus. He'll walk with you, he'll talk with you, he'll put joy in your soul, he'll put love in your heart. Anybody got joy? Anybody got joy? Say, do you have joy? If you got joy, give him a prayer. Give him a thanks. Give him a hallelujah. Give him a glory. Let the world know Jesus 
is in the house. Jesus is in the house. Say yeah. He's in the house. And that means this. Don't you walk out of here the same way you walked up in here. You ought to have a mind regulator. Your heart ought to be better. Your talk ought to be better. Your life ought to be better. Because Jesus is in the house. You've been listening to the Mount On The Go podcast. If you've been enjoying the word, please consider donating to the Mount Pleasant ministry. We have various ways that you can give to the ministry to allow us to become better in our pursuit of delivering God's word to you. You can give via PayPal at mtpleasantatl.org. You can give via Zale, info at mtpleasantatl.org. You can also give via Square and Giveify. For Giveify, just search for Mount Pleasant Baptist Church with our address, 17 Melvin Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia, and you'll be in the right place. In addition to all these options, you're always welcome and invited to grab an envelope and have cash or checks sent to the church, whose address is again, 17 Melvin Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia. For questions, comments, and concerns, feel free to email us at info at mtpleasantatl.org. That's info at mtpleasantatl.org. You can also visit our website, www.mountpleasantatl.org, to follow us on YouTube and Facebook for the video version of the podcast. Our services are live every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you are more than welcome to visit the church in person every Sunday at the same time. Thank you so much for listening.